Hey, welcome to the Forward by Faith broadcast. I'm excited that you're here. We're on the way into the sanctuary because we believe that the Lord has a word for us. Come on in and let's see what God has for us. Not looking back, I press into a higher place, no longer will I be deceived by the enemy. I'm moving forward, 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 yeah. I'm walking in my destiny to be all I'm moving, forward, yeah. Forward, Speak to the to sit at his feet, you better recognize. Amen. We thank God for him, his entire family. Mom, Paul Felder, we send you love. The matriarch and patriarch. Um, everyone, New Faith Praise Team, the baddest band in the land, everybody. My family, ministers, gospels, reverend, whatever your title is, you you somebody at New Faith, all right? All right. All right. Joshua, the third chapter, 
starting with the first through the sixth verse, the seventh and the ninth was read, and then I'll read the ten. Early in the morning, and Joshua and all the Israelites set out from Shittim and went to the Jordan where they camped before crossing over. After three days, the officers went throughout the camp, giving orders to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the priests who are Levites carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you will know which way to go, since you have never been this way before. But keep a distance of about a thousand yards between you and the ark. Do not go near it. Joshua told the people, consecrate yourselves. For tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. And Joshua said to the priests, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on ahead of the people. So they took it up and went ahead of them. Verse 10. This is how you will know that the living God is among you and that he will certainly drive out before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Gergesites, the Amorites, and Jubasites. The word of the Lord is already blessed. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would clarify and magnify your word so that your people will be edified. Holy Ghost, I need you. I'm nothing without you. Have your way. Set things in order. Prepare the hearts of your people. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. You may have your seats in his presence. I have many fond memories around this time of year. I think of graduations, class reunions, barbecues, and weddings. Even as a child, certain things clued me into what time it was. For example, as a kid, when the street lights came on, uh-huh, I knew it was time to get to 9521 as fast as I could. For parents, when your kids start talking foxy at the mouth, trying to be slick and disobey the rules, we call that smelling yourself. It's time for them little jokers to get on their own. Or when you see all these packages arriving at your door, it's time to go up on the rent. Because if they got money to shop, the rent they paying ain't high enough. Or when you put your favorite outfit on and it fits a little snug, it's time to lose weight. Take a trip with me back down memory lane to the 1980s. Do y'all remember this dance called the birds? Hey, we in the building. 
The title of that 1982 album was entitled, What Time Is It? Journey with me on the topic, What Time Is It? Now remember in Exodus, the children of Israel had to cross the Red Sea. The Red Sea was a standing wide body of deep impassable water, which separated Arabia and North of Africa. The Red Sea separated Israel from their freedom. Um, it was a type of salvation. The Red Sea was Israel's path to freedom, a way of escape. But when they crossed over the Red Sea, they entered the wilderness. But it was not the promised land. The wilderness was the weight room of life to unlearn Egypt, captivity, and to learn to totally trust God. It was a place of preparation. Um, we all have wildernesses, the wildernesses of debt, health crisis, aging crisis, life swift transitions, children who think they are grown, redefining your life after divorce, legal battles, retirement, cray-cray on the job, having Chucky's bride as a boss, uh-huh, uh-huh, deciding to go to college or not, Facebook drama, bankruptcy, or the wilderness called getting the COVID weight off, the wildernesses of life. Wildernesses are necessary as they stretch us and they, they give us new birth, new revelation, discipline, understanding, compassion. It teaches us how to suffer. It matures us spiritually. It gives us the fruit of the spirit. It renews our mind. And it is preparation for the land of abundance. Shout preparation. Um, today, we're not going to talk about the Red Seas of life. Today's text begins in Joshua. Joshua's name means God is deliverance. Joshua is a book of conquest. I left my seat this morning to tell you, you have rehearsed the Red Seas and the wildernesses of our lives long enough. Today, it's time to talk about the Lord is his name. Um, the Lord is a deliverer, and he is a promise keeper. Notice the book of Joshua starts off with, get ready. Tell your neighbor, get ready. Now, after the get ready, then God gives the children of Israel a promise. He gives them commands, instructions, and reassurance through Joshua, their leader. We see a shift, say shift, in seasons in Joshua 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot. As I promised Moses, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land. I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful 
to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. Say, stay focused, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then shall then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with new faith wherever you go. He sets the tone. Joshua 1. I'm thankful as our pastor too has reminded us for nearly 22 years of God's promises. His commands. He has provided us with clear instructions, reassurance, and a clear vision. New faith, we are living and giving to the glory of God. We are a people of faith seeking the heart of God through worshiping, witnessing, and sharing the love of Christ, God's Son, with the entire world. Praise God. Help me. Praise God for our leader. It's all right to celebrate. God gives Joshua and the children of Israel the recipe for securing the promise. New faith, I have learned there are conditions we must meet to secure the promises of God. If, then. If you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. And when you do, it will be time for God's demonstration in your life. Shout demonstration. Our text today in verse 1 begins with Joshua and Israel moving from Shittim to the Jordan River where they camped before crossing over. This verse tells New Faith it's time to get in position for possession. Remember New Faith, we've taken territory in 2023. We've read many things about the Jordan River. Like John the Baptist who was the forerunner for Jesus, he baptized Jesus in the Jordan River. Y'all remember? And so were others even to this day. The Jordan River is the second largest source of water in Israel. In our text today, Houston, we got a problem. The Jordan was what was separating the children of Israel from their blessings and their inheritance. God had promised them. I got a question this morning. What's separating you from God's promise? The crossing of the Jordan was symbolic of the arrival of the Hebrews into the land God had promised. At the time of our text, it is said in the word that the Jordan River was at flood stage. Say flood stage. I'm talking to everyone under the sound of my voice who is facing a flood at this stage in their life. Yeah, you at a flood stage where you are looking around saying to yourself, how in the world? God, you're going to bring me through this. What am I going to do? It's a flood. You can't fix it. You can't phone a friend. Ain't no lifeline going to get you out of this. You can't afford it. You, can't, you saying to yourself, they just going to have to come get it. You have tried everything you know to do. What you are facing is just too deep. Where this is, where the children of Israel find themselves. 
The Jordan was at flood stage and they could not cross it without divine intervention. But I got good news for you, new faith. The times when the Jordan was at flood stage was also harvest time. Say harvest time. If you find yourself where everything is at a flood stage in your life, it simply means it's harvest time. It's in the book. It's in the book. In verses 2 through 4, we see the officers walking through the camp, providing instructions to the people, telling them what to do and what not to do. Hear me, new faith. It's time to hear instruction. Hebrews 13 and 17 says, Have confidence in your leaders. Submit to their authority because they keep watch over those who give, must give account. Do this that their work will be a joy and not a burden for that would be of no benefit to you. I'm in the book, y'all. In order for us to cross over to our promises, God has assured us we must receive instruction. We must be teachable. God has given this house our own Joshua, an awesome man of God to help usher us to our next level and to the promises of God. Notice in our text, the leaders instruct the people to follow something tangible, something they were familiar with. God loves us so much, we, he provides us with things we can follow to see him. The Ark of the Covenant was a sacred portable chest which represented the presence of God. The children of Israel were very familiar with the Ark of the Covenant, and it was the most important sacred object of the Israelites. It had the mercy seat and the cherubim. I can't go deep into it, y'all. The Ark of the Covenant was made of akecha wood, shittim wood, overlaid with gold. It had four rings of gold through which carrying the poles were inserted, Exodus 37, 1 through 9. The poles were never removed from the rings. It was a portable sanctuary. Ain't y'all glad our sanctuary? Hey, we on the, we can, we going live and you can come. Amen. And it could only be carried by specific priests, which came from the tribe of Levi. Exodus 25, 12 through 15. Just not anybody could handle the Ark of the Covenant. A man named Bezalel. Bezalel, which means under his protection. Tell your neighbor you're under his protection. Well, he built the ark, Exodus 37 and 1. Ask your neighbor what you're going to build, help build for God. What time is it? Look closely at verse 4a. New faith, it's time to listen intently to the instruction God is providing us through our shepherd. Our text tells us where God is about to take you, you ain't never seen before. What God is about to do for this house has never been seen. When the nation of Israel in this text was facing this Jordan, they had been through slavery, experienced God part the Red Sea, and seen God work miracles in the wildernesses. All you got to do is catch a flashback. God brought you through all of it, didn't he? I need you to remember for what God has brought you from. I need you to understand that God delivers you from something. Then he releases you into his promises. Something you ain't never seen before. Tell your neighbor you ain't seen nothing yet. Verse 5. 
Joshua declares to the people, consecrate yourself. For tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. What time is it? It's time to consecrate yourself. Consecration is an act of setting something apart to dedicate something or someone for God's use. It's time to devote yourself exclusively to the things of God. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 1 and 16, Be holy, for I am holy. It's time out, y'all, for sneaky links and situationships. All that false flagging. This ain't pretend town. We need to get real up in the church. We can't live any kind of way and show up on Sunday treating people like any kind of way and then show up on Sunday and say, here I is, Lord. No, we must fast, pray, seek his faith, and present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. The Bible declares in James 1 and 8, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. If we're going to take territory in 2023, we're going to have to live a life of consecration. In Deuteronomy 6 and 5, it's time to love God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your might. It costs something to cross over your Jordan. It costs something to cross to the other side. What time is it? It's time to consecrate ourselves, new face. If we want to see the amazing things God is doing and going to do in our lives, just verse 5 says, we must prepare for the move of God by consecrating ourselves. Consecration precedes demonstration. In verse 6, we see Joshua providing instructions to the priest. And they followed his instructions. Leaders, hear me. We can't lead if we can't follow. To become a great leader, we must become a great follower. Notice in this verse, the priest carried the Ark of the Covenant, which denotes the presence of God. In the Bible, there's a term called Ichabod. Shout Ichabod. Ichabod literally means inglorious. There is no glory. This term was depicted when the Ark of the Covenant was taken out of Israel's possession and the Philistines had it in a camp. I'm in the book, 1 Samuel 4 and 21. Y'all, I got news. What time is it? It's Pentecost Sunday. Pentecost is 50 days after Easter, um, denoting the descent of the Holy Spirit on the disciples after Jesus' ascension. I don't know about you, but I need God's power. I need his presence to rest over my life. It's Pentecost, new faith. In verse 7, God makes Joshua the leader of promise. And the Lord said to Joshua, today, shout today. Today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel. 
Israel is a nation, so they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. Uh-huh, what time is it, new faith? It's time for our apostle, our prophet, to be exalted. God is about to raise our pastor up so that everybody gonna know that God is with him. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? According to Psalm 75, 6 and 7, promotions don't come from the east. It don't come from the west. It don't come from the south. Promotion come from God. What I love about verse 7 is the Lord makes Joshua a promise. And then he tells him, everybody gonna know I'm with you. Since God about to blow our pastor up, you know what that mean, y'all? That mean the oil flow from the top. It's time new faith. Everybody gonna know God is with this house. Everybody gonna know God did it. Everybody gonna know. Can't touch this. Everybody gonna know. God is the love of my soul. Everybody gonna know we belong to the king. Everybody gonna know he healed us. Everybody gonna know he kept us. Everybody gonna know he preserved us. Everybody gonna know he made a way out of no way. Everybody gonna know. What time is it, new faith? God is about to blow you up to show you off for his glory. Boom! The praise team was in the vein, as they always are. When I heard that song, God got a blessing, I said, thank you. In verse 8, Joshua tells the priest who carries God's presence, when you get to the edge, you on the edge. Mm-hmm. Just stand. Stand in the Jordan River. Mm -hmm. I find this verse to be interesting. When you get to the edge, just stand. God didn't tell the Israelites to fight. He didn't tell them to shout. He didn't tell them to march. He didn't tell them to take no spoil. God told a priest, when you get to the Jordan, stand. Stand up in the thing that is separating you from your inheritance. Stand up in the thing. Just stand when God tells you and what he's saying to us. Watch me do my work. Just stand right there. Wax on, wax off. Mm -hmm. New faith, it's time to watch God. We are about to cross over. What no eye has seen, what no ear heard, and what no man has, no human has conceived, the thing God has prepared for those who love him. Then the Lord replied, write the revelation down and make it plain on tablets so that the herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. What time is it? It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and it will not delay. I've never seen of the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. New faith is payday. <laughs> 
darkness. New faith is payday. You might have been sowing in tears for years, but I came to tell you it's time to reap in joy. New faith is harvest time. Tell your neighbor it's harvest time. What time is it? Joshua 9 tells the children of Israel, come here. He tells them, look ahead. Look ahead. Listen to the word of the Lord your God. New faith, I got a question. Is he your God? Is he your God? It's a personal thing. If you have not done so already, it's time to make him your God. Make him your personal savior. If you have not done so already, will you accept him as your Lord and personal savior? When he your God, you're a witness. When he your God, you're a fast. When he your God, you'll come to prayer. When he your God, he, you'll be faithful. When he your God, you'll give. When he your God, you'll tithe. When he your God, you'll obey. When he your God, you'll give the $1,000 pastor asked us for. Then, then look at what happens when he, when he your God. Uh-huh. Let's do a review. In our text, we see God's promises. Shout promises. Uh, then we see his presence. Say presence. Then we see his priest. Say priest. By the way, we all priest. Providence. See his providence. Uh-huh. Y'all still with me? Uh-huh. Then we, then we about to see proof. Shout proof. Uh-huh. Promise. You see now, we, we don't, he don't make you a promise now, y'all, without giving you some proof. Uh-huh. So the world can see um, that you belong to him. Verse 10, God tells Joshua, I'm about to give you some proof because I know how y'all is. Sin is believing. God tells Joshua, this is how you're going to know that the living God is among you and that he will certainly drive out before you the Canaanites, huh? the Hittites, huh? the Hivites, the Parasites, the Gergesites, the Amorites, the Jumasites. This scripture tells us two things. We serve a living God who is actively present in our lives. And if they're enemy of yours, they're enemy of his. Verse 10, tell them, God said, I'm about to deal with them jokers. He about to deal with your enemies. The quiet ones and the ones that's in your face. An enemy of yours is an enemy of God. What time is it? Mm -hmm. When you follow God and his instructions, you do the work of the Lord. He will deal with all your ites. God is about to drive out your enemies from out and off your promise. Look here. David said it like this in Psalms 37. Uh-huh. Do not fret yourself because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. 
Like the grass, they will soon wither. Like the green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your weight to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness reward shine like the dawn, and your vindication like the noonday shun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. It don't matter if they pop. If they plan, let them cook their riches brew. The Bible says refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed. But those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Wait a little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they cannot be found. But the meek I said the meek, they will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. The wicked plotteth against the just and gnash upon him with his teeth. But the Lord, I said the Lord, he laughs at the wicked for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw out the sword and bend their bow. Oh, and bring down the poor and the needy to slay those of upright conversation. But their swords, listen to what the word said, but their swords will pierce their own hearts and their bones will be broken. Better than the little that the righteousness has than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken. But the Lord, he upholds the righteous. He upholds the righteous. Maybe you ain't had no enemy, but I have. I would have fainted unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You've been waiting a long time. You cried, you prayed, you sacrificed, you been obedient, you took every lick, every lie, you suffered in silence, you been verbally abused, your character been assassinated, trumped up charges, bullied, gaslighted, ostracized. to walk by the naysayers. But this text tells us God is about to deal with your enemies. The enemies of not enough. The enemies of depression. Loaded ball. Isolation. No promotion. Because they lied on you and said you wasn't promotable. The enemies of lack, lack of staffing, debt. How am I going to do the repairs on my house? The enemies of what if? The enemy of the inner me. We silence the enemy today. 
We silence every lie the enemy has spewed in your ears. God has delivered our loved ones out of every soul tie, ungodly lifestyle, out of the bowels of the penal institutions, no more mistaken identity, the enemy of self-loathing, every form of addiction, the enemy of doubt and unbelief. We call you out, the enemy of pro pro procrastination, the enemy of hoarding, the enemy of perfectionism, disobedience, rebellion, the enemy of competition, the enemy of self-pity, the enemy of worry, the enemy of trauma. God is driving out the enemies from among us. What time is it, new faith? I come to serve the enemy notice. God has not forgotten you. You haven't missed God. No, you haven't been forsaken. Now go down. Say go down. Verse 15 and 16. Yet as the priest who carried the ark reached the Jordan and they was on their tippy toes, they touched the water's edge, the water from upstream. Say upstream. It stopped flowing. This scripture lets us know events, single mamahood, unemployment, abandonment, the divorce, the loneliness, the losses, singles. You've been a bridesmaid, but not a bride. I'm coming for you. All of it. Delay don't mean deny. We forget about our singles. God has precisely timed the sequence of events in your life to execute the miraculous that is about to be unleashed in your life. The steps of a good man are warming, are ordered by the Lord. What time is it, new faith? It's manifestation time. It's time for signs and wonders. Time for every promise, dream, your heart's desire. It's time for abundance. It's time to bring God glory for your faithfulness. It's manifestation time, new faith. The word of God for the people of God. What time is it? manifestation time. Hallelujah. If you receive that word for your life, I know it's been a long road. And I can't tell it all. But look here. If you have it, it's a new season. It's a new day, y'all. If you have not given your life to the Lord, you want to rededicate your life. If you need a church home at home, I'm talking to you too. Newfake.org. There's conditions 
the right time. And you're at the right place. It's that time, y'all. Look here. You ain't got to be perfect. But I ask you to be intentional. Make them your Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's praise our King. Encourage them. God bless you, family. God bless you, family. God bless you. We thank God for this family. It's a new season. Listen, come on down. All we want to know, will you make them your God? Life has its detours. It has its peaks, it has its valleys. But our text says, we serve a God that keeps his promise. He said he promised their ancestors. Come on, y'all. Ask your neighbor, are they ready to walk in their new season? At home, newfaith.org, it's a new season. Will you make them your God? Will you consecrate? Will you say, God, I don't know the way, but you know the way. He knows the way that we take. You got some promises. Will, you, will he be your God? If you like to rededicate, if you need a church home and you spiritually homeless, you got frequent flyers, it's time, you can, look, it's time. You ain't never seen a traveling tree. A tree is planted. Come on down. Trees grow because they planted. Come on down, y'all. You're never too young to accept the Lord. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to our broadcast of New Faith Baptist Church International. If this message has been a blessing to your life, we ask that you please partner with us by sowing a seed of faith so we can continue to extend the body of Christ. Join us as we continue to move forward by faith. Today.